Steve, what a beautiful, beautiful morning. The leaves are turned, but the birds are chirping. Sunshine, warm weather. Just want to stretch out. How you been? Where you been? I've been thinking a lot, albeit on the surface of the earth, you know, up top, out of the bunker, with some fresh air, try to clear the mind uh, about my Vikings. Yeah, well, we had to, we had to, we had to go to uh, to some long lengths to get back to our winning sides last well, week. We yeah. shed our earthly skin, we changed our names, we changed our our voices, and by God, it worked. Sometimes you got to make a drastic move like yeah, that. Yeah, we changed our names uh, to Daniel and Eric, and behind that we went 4-1, and one, had a chance to go 5-0, and oh, but your darn Vikings tripped us up the last game of the that Monday night game. But we won with Dallas, we won with the Jets, we won with New England, lost with Minnesota, and won with Carolina. Well, Tim, if anyone had any doubts about whether it was really yeah. you and me, I mean... The Vikings pick should have been our right. deal. Exactly. You know I mean? Yeah. I mean, we showed but, who we were. There. Yeah. So we kind of, uh, you know, we kind of had these characters, and we kind of, uh, I don't know, you know, sort of seance through them, and I think their their kind of ideas were: you got two automatic winners a week. You pick the Patriots, and you pick against the Browns, and then you just pick, try to find good teams. They, you know, they like Dallas. Um, they like Carolina and they like Minnesota. They went two and three on those. Um, seems like there's just like a, a lack of good teams this year, right? But is is just New England and anti-Cleveland two winners a week? I think so. And you were mentioning earlier on in the season about this issue of sort of the quality of play dropping off. And, and I think you're on to something. And the latest I heard on that issue is – they were talking about a little bit in the context of the Cubs winning and, mm-hmm. and having some of those so-called grizzled veterans in the dugout. Yeah, you know, I mean, the leadership that we see in baseball and other mm-hmm. sports uh, provided by that, you know, grizzled veteran, uh, mm-hmm. there's just a lot of pressure now in the NFL to get rid of that yep. grizzled veteran. He's expensive. He too grizzled. Yep. And yep. he's going to be expensive the more mm-hmm. grizzled he gets. Yep. And so now what we've got is a bunch of talented uh, young guys full of potential who need to be molded and are learning before our very eyes making lots of mistakes. Mm -hmm. And that's what we have. We have just a lot of mediocrity. And, you know, I don't know. i got to bring the Cubs into part of this today. But, I mean, that rain delay. uh, We had a, a Cubs player call a team meeting. Yeah. And uh, apparently it, it leveled them out, and especially the young guys, you know, got the boost in confidence hearing from the veteran that, you know, we're the best team, we can do this and all that. And I think that's what young players need to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need to level out now and then when they get stressed out, when they make a mistake. And, um, you know, that's probably explaining some yeah. of the drop-off in play. Probably... Yeah, you look at New England and you look at their veterans and you look at Belichick. And mm-hmm. as much as I don't like the guy, uh, they have a high grizzled factor. They do working for him yeah. there in front office and and players themselves, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. I, so I, I think New England is kind of in a class by itself um, as the top team in the NFL, and maybe you take your next tier. 
Isn't you know Dallas is the only one loss team. You got a couple two loss teams, Minnesota, but they've lost two in a row, and Kansas City and Denver. How how big is that second tier in your mind? To I mean, there's just so many four and three teams and so many five hundred teams. You know, you'd I, think the Vikings would be in that second tier, going five and zero. Yeah, and you look think, at their last two games, right? And you know, good grief, you yep. know. Maybe the Shermer guy taking over, you know, the tight ends coach who's replacing North Turner can uh, can let us know who the real Vikings are. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I mean, I think I that um, I'm with you that there's there's a cream of the crop, maybe two or three teams up there, New England mm-hmm. being one of them, and then who knows. And then you've got right. the awful bottom. Yep. And so, there's a lot in between. But again, we're what halfway through the season. Sure, it. sure. Um, but you know, a lot of those te- the Seattle's, the Pittsburghs, the Carolinas that we thought would be that second tier, they've they've fallen back into mediocrity. Right. And in Green Bay, you know, all these teams that we thought would be, you know, really good. Um, there's a lot to be desired, and that makes picking hard. Very difficult, and and again, you know, sure, I'm making excuses, but you. You go back to the super contest consensus picks yeah. and how they're struggling. They've never struggled mm-hmm. as much as they have this year. And so I think there is something to this year being very difficult to uh, handicap and, and do well on, on the spread. I think you're right. Uh, but we're going to build off our 4 and one week and see if we can take any of those those things we learned in our, in our seance state and, uh, you know, use them going forward here. So the tonight's game... Um, Atlanta is four and a half point favorites at Tampa Bay. Um, gosh, I, I, I mean, we keep saying this every week. We haven't got these teams figured out. But is Atlanta one of the one of the t- second tier teams, or are they just another mediocre mediocre team? I think they're second tier. Well, yeah, um, I think they're good. I, th- I don't know if they're dinged up, George. Do you know we have George Plavin here yeah. to help us out a bit? Uh, we didn't want to make him go into the bunker, but now that we're up top in the fresh air, George, yep. what do you think about Atlanta? I tend to agree with you that I think they're second tier. I know they've got, uh, or at least a couple of weeks ago, they had quite a few injuries on the defensive side, especially in the linebacking core. Not sure if they've gotten any of those guys back, but I think they regained a lot of their swagger uh, playing against Green Bay last week. I think they got to be feeling pretty good going up against a Tampa Bay team that, you know, Oakland went ahead and committed, what was it, 26 penalties in that game? Committed mm-hmm. NFL record, single game record for penalties, and Tampa Bay still found a way to lose that game in overtime. Yeah. Now it's at the pirate ship. Yeah. I, I, short week. I mean, you, you always think that Atlanta isn't as good a, a team on the road. Um, uh, they, you know, took care of Green Bay. I, and those Thursday night games, we're always a little wary of them. Um, something, something about this game seems a question mark to me. We got a question mark, and our general yeah. rule is to stay away from having a Thursday game mm-hmm. for one of our picks. So why don't we question? All right, we'll question, because we're going to have some good Sunday picks. Uh, the first Sunday game is Kansas City at home. Uh, it doesn't look like uh, Alex Smith is going to play in this game, so we'll have a backup QB, and they're seven-and-a-half-point favorites against Jacksonville. Casey kind of quietly has, has snuck up on some people and now is leading their division. They're you know the two-seed in the AFC right now um, with just a kind of a, a great defense and an offense that doesn't make uh, mistakes. Uh, but seven and a half is a lot for a team like that with a, with a backup quarterback. And yeah, he, I'm thinking taking Jacksonville in that one. 
George, are you a, a chief believer or a doubter? You know, generally speaking, I'm a believer in the Chiefs. I think, uh, and I'm not sure what Spencer Ware's status for that game is, but they're so deep in running back that I don't think there's that much of a drop-off with right. Sharkandrick West. I think the run game will continue to be strong. I think Nick Foles is a perfect backup quarterback. He played well in uh, spot relief last week. I think he'll be just fine. Okay, so he's he's leaning against Jacksonville. Steve, you all right with that? Well, I think Question it again. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, then your Vikings, Steve, you got to figure out what's going on there. They've got now a new offensive coordinator in the middle of the season, which would make sense if you were two and five, not five and two. Um, they're six point favorites at home against the Lions, who've kind of been a sneaky good a few weeks and sneaky bad a couple of weeks. Um, line six, uh, gosh, teams with question marks again. I think you take the Vikes at home. Whoa. And I think the Vikes uh, with. Norv Turner's dismissal, uh, resignation, whatever we want to call it. Uh, a this is parting of ways. Yeah, this is a, this is a must-win game. Must-win game for the Vikings uh, to just get right again. Short they week like for them. Six, because I think that um, a touchdown, that's enough. You know, wow. The extra How are they going to score points? How are the Vikings going to score points? I think they're going to change everything up with how Bradford handles the game. It's going to turn mm-hmm. into these uh, quick passes, short routes, working, feeling in the slot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Diggs looks great again. Um, he got open a bunch uh, last game. And so uh, I think you go Minnesota. I mean, look at how they've covered over the year mm-hmm. and a half that we've been watching them. Yep. And wouldn't it be just like us to jump yep. off the train and have yep. a cover? You yep. know? So yep. let's give them one more week. But if, if they have a third awful game in a row, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to revisit everything. Who's the favorite in the NFC North right now? Minnesota. Really? Yeah. I, George? I, I think so. Yeah, I mean, it boils down to uh, Minnesota Green Bay, right? No, I mean, Detroit's a game back. I mean, boy, I guess they, they snuck up a little more quietly than I thought. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a stretch, but... In my mind, it's still Minnesota Green Bay. Um, Rodgers is, is, you know, shaky on the road as well, so... Although we had a great game last week. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, I, I would defer to the NFC North expert on that. Yeah, okay, all right. So we know it's not the Bears. Yeah, that's true. The team that just beat the Vikings. Exactly. <laughs> in Chicago. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I think... All right. Oh, yeah, I understand what you mean. The home field advantage basket yeah. here. Yep. And, uh, Have they lost at home yet in the new stadium? No. Yeah. And, and I think that, you know, keep in mind, this is a Vikings team that won every preseason game, won the first five games of the season. Oh, yeah. And, you know, while... Zimmer and others are trying to present this take the high road United front with the press about Norv resigning. Yeah. Uh, I think there's more to it. I think that there was a fundamental breakdown in how they were preparing for games offensively that Zimmer finally said, you know, look, that's it. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to do Norv's way with a team that can't do it Norv's way. Let's try doing it Bradford's way with the coach that is totally synced up with him. And, you know, Turner himself is on record saying, you know, I took myself out, and frankly, I think the Vikings are probably going to be better off with me out. 
Right, right. That's interesting. That's the guy leaving, yeah. saying the team's probably <laughs> going to be better with me gone. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So. And, and the other part is if – Beginning of this season, the you, the Vikings were five and two and ahead of the, in, in leading the division. You'd be like, "Yep, I'll take that." You know, there's a lot of teams out there would take that. So, yeah, that's there's no, no use to to get too nervous right now. Um, so, all right, we'll uh, we'll get the Vikings in there, and the next game is the New York Giants at home against Philadelphia. Uh, the, uh, Philadelphia had Dallas on the ropes that Sunday night game and kind of let them off the hook. Uh, these are two teams that you know. Start. It's time to start winning ball games if you're going to be a playoff team. Um, which which one of these teams kind of sticks around, and which one starts to fade back into that mediocre category? Yeah, I, I think they're pretty evenly matched. I do too. Yeah, and uh, you know the I think the line is a function of who's the home team, but sure. I don't know which way that game's going to go. I mean, Philly looked pretty good against the yeah, Vikes. They, um, waiting for. Eli to break out with his three receivers. Are they all healthy? I'm not sure. Um, so like, what, there's, there's, there's Victor Cruz, Odell, and who's their third guy? And the rookie. Um, but they're all good if they're healthy. I'm going to check and see if yeah. I can find anything about injuries in that one. I don't see any major players injured. So yeah. I, you know. I'm not a Giants fan. I'd lean towards Philly. but uh, Yeah, let's question mark that one kay. for now. Okay. Nothing's jumping out. All right, and then the team our uh, our guys told us to bet against Dallas, a seven point favorites at Cleveland. You know uh, the O for team, or could they be O and sixteen? Um, Dallas has just been playing great, winning ball games. Seven doesn't seem like a crazy amount. Uh, do we just ride the anti-Cleveland train? I mean, I think we do. Yeah, that town is destroyed after that baseball game last night. There'll yeah. just be some bad vibes. No one's going to show up to that game. It'll be 80% Dallas fans. And as much as I hate to say it, Dallas is looking better and better. They are. All right, we'll take the Cowboys. Um, Miami is hosting the Jets. Uh, the Jets needed everything to get past Cleveland last week. Um, Miami still seems to be a, a team without a identity. Uh, that game's a pass for me. Any pass, yeah. Let's move on to the All Pittsburgh. Right. Yeah, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, great, great game there. Great rivalry there. Yep, yep. Um, Roethlisberger is a questionable, and Baltimore saying BS, he's going to play. You know, we're not falling for that again. That seems like a classic Roethlisberger uh, trait to uh, be questionable and then play at 100%. The Lions won. It's in Baltimore. Um, I think you you got to count on Roethlisberger playing, but possibly not. You know, a hundred percent. There's a uh, pretty big drop off, isn't there, from Roethlisberger yeah, to his def- backup? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So uh, I'm leaning Ravens, but you know, when Pittsburgh's rolling, they're great. Yeah. Do you think they can roll? Do you think they can have a balanced attack? I, I mean, running, throwing. They've got. They're a better team than their record right now, and you got to think that eventually they're going to get to eleven and five. And you can't lose this game if you're going to do that. You know that puts them back to 500. Like they're, I mean, it, it seems if if you if you step back a little bit, it seems like Pittsburgh's got to win this game to be the team that people think they are. Uh, but maybe they're just going to be a team that's going to be hampered by Roethlisberger injuries all year, and they're just not going to be able to live, live up to their potential. Um, they're calling Roethlisberger probable. Yeah. And they're calling Antonio Brown probable. Yep. I, you know, 
I could be talked into going with the Steelers, but I would hate to do it. But you I, knock Ben out, and then sure, exactly like Baltimore, totally. So, uh, you know, yep. How good a pass rush do the Ravens have? Uh, I mean, they're, they're your classic Ravens defense. I think they're they're back to being uh, stopping the run, and they still got Suggs, who you know is a great pass rusher. But uh, there's some holes there. Um, they're not a complete team, complete defensive team anymore. Um, so you want to pass on it because it's too close? Yeah, I, let's question mark. I don't know. Um, New Orleans is at at San Francisco. The Saints. Might might be legit. I don't know. Uh, they they stuck it to Seattle last week. Lines four and a half at San Francisco. Um, you know we, we're just trying to find good and bad teams. Maybe San Francisco is that bad team that we can San pick Francisco against. San Francisco could be legit worse than Cleveland. Oof. I think you take New Orleans in that. One. I, I'm kind of leaning that way too. It's just a mediocre team against a bad team, right? right. Yep. Uh, it seems like the biggest the biggest gulf in uh, in level there. Carolina is minus three at Los Angeles. Um, just Carolina just seems to be a team that you just can't trust in either direction to win or lose. Uh, they they kind of stuck it to Arizona last week. That kind of seems surprising, but they're in, you know I I don't know. What do you guys say on this one? Carolina, I, I think they're getting better. Rams coming off a bye. I always like those teams that have two weeks to prepare. They still got Case Keenum at quarterback. Is that, that yep. who they're rolling with? Yep. The rookie rookie won't won't play yet. I'd take Carolina in that game. Okay. Carolina, another road favorite. That's dangerous. Three road (laughs) favorites. Uh, Green Bay Packers at home, minus 7.5 over Indianapolis, another team coming off a bye. Uh, The Packers, gosh, they've just looked unimpressive all year long. Um, We always say they're ready to do for a big one and just never comes out. Um, You like them to stomp Indy here and get back on the winning ways or – the, the, the booze to get louder in Lambo. I don't like that half point. That hasn't mm-hmm. been very nice to us. This nope. Year. We've fallen for that at seven and a half. Uh, yeah. So. Those seem like. He played a little better than we yeah. thought last game. So, yeah. You know. Okay. Let's pass on okay. that. Okay. Let's points. pass on that. How about San Diego minus five at home against Tennessee? San Diego, I saw, is the third highest scoring offense in the league. Played Denver tough last week. You talk about a team that's that's better than their record says. San Diego is better than their record. They could easily be at or above five hundred. But are they better than Tennessee? I think so. Um, yeah, I do too. I mean, I, I like them at home. Um, Demarco Murray for Tennessee is probable. Uh, Keenan Allen is out as the yeah. Chargers wide receiver. Uh, that said, it's minus five. Yeah, I don't so, think San Diego should be five-point favorites over anybody. I mean, I, uh, that's that's way too much for me. Would you take Tennessee? I would, yeah. Yeah. I mean, San Diego, if they're going to win, they're going to win by three, right, at the buzzer. Let's take I like Tennessee. Tennessee. Okay. Or Marcus. Then the big Sunday night game, Georgia Broncos are traveling to Oakland, a big kind of uh, exciting. Uh, it's been a while since you've had uh, this good of an AFC West. Uh, what, what's this game look like to you? It's great to, to have the Denver-Oakland rivalry mean something, too. The black hole is going to be crazy. Yep. Um, tough environment for the Broncos to play in, especially uh, Trevor Semien. At the same time, Oakland is another one of those teams that you just can't ever really seem to, to count on to be consistent. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know, you look at it on paper and you think the Raiders should win, but Denver's defense, I mean, they just continue to do what they do. And if they can get some consistent pressure on Derek Carr, it could be a, it could be a dogfight. Yeah, I, I like Denver in this game. I think Oakland, yeah, like you, you mentioned all their penalties last week and they somehow won that game. I just think they're, they're, they're a team that, like we said, San Diego's uh, better than their record, and I think Oakland's worse than their record at this point. Um, you know, they could have lost a couple of those games. Um, I think one is not enough. I like the Broncos. Um, Steve? What's going on at running back, though, George? Yeah, that was a real – that's a real issue. They, they could be in trouble there. Devontae Booker's now uh, got a shoulder injury he's trying to deal with. That would put them down to basically uh, Capri Bibbs and yep. Juwan Thompson. The offensive line is just underachieving this year. Russell Okung is a walking holding penalty. Uh, you know, Khalil Mack, if you get him in the right spots, yep. he, he could tee off. Yep. There's going to be a defensive touchdown on some, some side on this game, yeah, you think. Yeah, think so. And that might be the, the, the difference in the game. I'm okay to stay away. Yeah, I'd take Oakland in yeah. that one at home, yeah. minus one. But let's uh, stay away from that. It's too dangerous. All right. And how about our Monday night? Their Seattle Seahawks, uh, they tied – then lost. <laughs> it's been a while since we had a win from those guys. They Seven points. I know. Points. I know. Yeah. And then sometimes they can't score any points. Uh, take them, give them five quarters, and they can't score. They you know, double digits. Harvin in for Buffalo. Yeah. Um, they, they, yeah. He came off the street to play this game. Uh, line seven. Um, along, going back to Seattle. I know. Percy, I know. You know. Uh, the stink of Harvin coming back. <laughs> I think. Makes me want to go Seattle. Really? Yeah, I just think it's a desperation. Seven points for a team that can't get into double digits. Is yeah, I know, but Buffalo, I'm not a believer. I'm not a believer in Buffalo. Is it a question mark? Yeah, but our whole list is question marks, sure. it seems. And, um, I think right now we got five bullets. Minnesota, Dallas, New Orleans, Carolina, Tennessee. Do you like Seattle better than any of those? No. Okay. Easy does it. Yeah. Just picking mediocre teams against bad teams and then good teams against mediocre Who teams. Who we have was a dog. We got Tennessee plus five. It's San Diego. That's the only one. Huh? That's the only one. We also have three road favorites, which is dangerous. Dallas, New Orleans, Carolina. Yeah, but I feel good about them. Mm-hmm. Dallas, Dallas and New Orleans I'm perfectly comfortable with. Carolina at L.A. would concern me a little bit. Mm-hmm. You like Seattle better than that game? Me personally, yes, but uh, uh, I don't know, Steve. Can you can you consult your your seance? Why do we like sort of the Carolina team continuing to struggle, and why do we think yeah. L.A. is a formidable yeah good opponent? point? I mean, I'm thinking Carolina has Keekley leading a defense that's just ready to yeah. punish somebody. You got Cam Newton in the press complaining that he's being treated unfairly. Are we going to see this game? Uh, he's getting some calls, maybe. Uh, you know, so the league might be sending a message: be nicer to Cam. I mean, I don't. I just feel like yeah. all of a sudden Carolina is turning into this underdog kind of weird team that people lack confidence in. When last year they were just a freight train. Well, I mean, I think that's sort of, and that came back to bite them in the Super Bowl. They went fifteen to one here last year, right? They're a team that, if they're the freight train, everything's great. But once they, 
you know, have some hiccups and they have some some problems that may might not have the leadership and Cam might not have the leadership to get through there. Um, things get, went bad in a hurry in that Super Bowl game. They didn't. They, they you know they did nothing. Um, and I think that they've obviously got some hurdles early in this season, and it looked like they might be ready to pack it up, you know, and, and uh, sort of have, you know, some inner inner uh, team fighting and those problems that come with lack of leadership. I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know. I, th- I think, you know, that, that there are some coaching issues that, you know, Ron Rivera was one, co- one win away from being one of the greatest coaches ever and now, you know, might be headed towards uh, the street if they, you know, really have a poor season this year. I'm not sure. I mean, I think they're better than L.A., but I think there's there are reasons to th- not think they, you know, that they're not the same fifteen to one team, maybe even mentally. Okay. Well, all that said, I, I my gosh, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's listen to those guys we did last week, who just were just confident and just chose the better team. So we'll we like the better teams at Minnesota. We're taking the Vikes at home, minus six. We're taking Dallas on the road, minus seven. Taking New Orleans on the road, minus four and a half. We're taking Carolina on the road, minus three. And we're taking Tennessee on the road, plus five. Thanks for listening. Uh, We're up here, out of the bunker, feeling good. Four and one last week. Let's make it eight and two. uh, Two straight winning weeks. Thanks for listening. Congratulations, Cubs. And uh, we'll be back with NFL next week. Take care.